0: This is Scott Vanderplu and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 74. I went down to the St. James in primary. Found my baby there Stretched out on a long white table So sweet, so cold, so fast Thank you for joining me once more on this adventure <clears throat> of All Things AE, where we take the written word from the Art Citizen Index website at aindex.org and bring it to life, or apparently as much as I can clear my throat this evening. I'm not sure what's happened there. All right, lots uh, going on. Of course, the big news this month is the uh, 2022 Dunbeer Awards currently raging on. Uh, this is I'm recording this on January 31st, so this is the last day for the Dunbeer Awards, And let's have a look and see what's happening. I I encourage anyone who hasn't voted yet to please come and vote. Uh, We have six books being nominated this year. And we have five categories of voting. So it's pretty exciting. Excuse me. I don't want to spoil anything. But we've got a a bit of a, you know... I want to say that uh, Wayne Allen Harold and P. Craig Russell really rallied the troops... And got people to come vote. I feel like that's my biggest issue every year, is not getting enough people to vote. Now, I emailed a press release slash email to Bleeding Cool and the Comics Beat. And nobody picked it up. So, I, oh well, I'll have to try harder next year. Start earlier. I gave them the uh, one week left of voting. I thought if I do it too early in the month, it won't get any traction. So, I thought one week left would get some traction, but uh, didn't get anything. So, what can you do? Looking at the voting, there's a lot of yeah, a lot of close numbers there. But it looks like uh, uh, the Rocketeer is sort of taking the lead on all categories. Interesting. A reprint with two new pages out beat out so many other things. All right, well, that's why it's an open public vote. Everybody can vote and cast their ballot and their opinion, right? But <clears throat> official uh, winner will be announced tomorrow, so look for that on the website alright let's talk shipping changes Uh, we got Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition now this has been an interesting book because there's been talk new printing that's how it was listed on Diamond Diamond's date keeps moving Uh, some forum members uh, did some ordering cheap graphic novels had it on for a good price Uh, someone on the forum today received the book and they said when they looked at the colophon it was it was listed as first printing uh, 2018 so I looked on the penguin random house site because I've got access to comic retailer websites and it's in stock at uh, Penguin Random House it's not in stock at Diamond so anybody from a local comic shop should be able to order this and get a copy so I don't know where this a lot of maybe there was a you know um, a skid or something found in these books and they or when dark horse their deal with pangoranimos distribute their books maybe that uncovered extra copies but if you're looking for loan wolf and cub man get your get your orders in now because they are shipping i don't know how long pangoranimos is going to have them in stock it's a hot book It's very well done please look at my review it's it's so great i, I love this book I'm looking now, right now again at Diamond. Still saying February 8th. That was it, it. Just keeps moving every week, though. So I would not rely on the Diamond. I would definitely rely on it coming from paying a Random House. All right. Are there any other shipping? Let's have a look. Are there any other shipping changes? Not that I'm aware of. We've no new uh, solicitations this month of A.E. format books. Diamond continues with, with IDW to relist older books. I don't know if that's stock at Diamond. Or is it IDW coming up with stock and providing it to Diamond? Uh, whatever it is, there's uh, a few books again this month. All right, <clears throat> moving on. Any other news? No, uh, no emails really this month. Uh, someone asked what my criteria is for reviewing. They mentioned that they had a lot of the uh, that those image books. Let me let me see if I can find it. The image. Let's see. Oh boy, no, nope. not good. He's got the image giant size artist proofs. You know, the, they're the larger floppy, sort of like the pen and ink that I, I did review the uh, George Press. And do I review those? And I said, no, I don't review those. I review stuff that contains original art, shows original art pages, either the AE format, which is full size art, or the smaller stuff, which is not quite in under my, not quite an A category, which is like that uh, George Press's Sirens pen and ink. It showed the pencils. So we've got the original art there. But no, a book, many books that I would like to review, including a lot of French books. They do cleaned up black and white art. Uh, my reference is always, if you have ever seen any of those EC uh, slipcases from Russ Cochran in the 70s and 80s, right? That's scans of original art and then brought to black and white production level where we're not seeing the raw original art anymore. And that's, I'm not interested in that. For this site, this is our focus, right? Original art. Any collections of it. Uh, there has been a lot of talk again. Um, so, Cartoonist Kayfabe listed yet another personal or handmade or personal made uh, sort of AE book. This one was on Lone Wolf and Cub. That's why it would be interesting. I, I've been getting a lot of hits on my review. And it's great. People can, you know, you can auction sites and things, uh, comic art fans, heritage, any of these sites. You can gather scans if they have them and produce a book. But I mean, unless it's 600 DPI and they, what's the quality of the scan? And then of course you can't sell it because you don't have the copyright for that. I did participate in a Wildstorm Facebook group where they they produced a volume. Uh, they've actually produced two. I think they're working on a third, where they just get scans from members and then they put them in a book and then they just sell it for cost. I think the cost was 100 and 120 something like that. I did order one. I found it to be just like it was more line art again. Sort of like the Russ Cochran books, and it was not just straight scans of original art, and that was I found that a bit disappointing. So I was able to sell my book to another member of the of the uh, the group. So that's interesting. So yes, you can gladly produce your own book, not for resale. It's going to cost you whatever to print your one copy. I mean, you know, it probably costs you the same as it would do in buying an artist edition. You know, really. I mean, but then what are you going to do? Quality, I think, is your biggest, your biggest uh, I, I don't want to say opponent, but <clears throat> quality is going to be your biggest issue when you're gathering a book like that. All right, what else is going on? Uh, let's talk out-of-print sales for December 2022. Again, these are from eBay, and they are, if I oh, it's only, uh, I don't do bundles, so if there's if there's a bundle to sit on eBay, I, I don't cover the bundle. I cover only the single books. Alright, so let's talk what's what's sold in December on eBay of the AE format books. Alien this Rated Story, one copy sold for 125. Two copies of Basil Wolverton's Weird World sold for an average of one fifty-five. Four copies of Batman the Dark Knight returns, Franklin the Gallery Edition sold for an average of ninety-nine forty-five. Now, even with the discount that Graffiti's Giving Diamond. These are barely over cost. Like, it's just, I, I don't know, who's selling these books at just making nothing? $5, $10, what? Anyway, good deals on eBay for that. Eight copies of Bernie Wright's and Artifact Edition second print, sold for an average of one forty nine 2 copies of Best of EC Comics Volume 1, sold for an average of $289. Wow, that's really moving up. 4 copies of Bill Schenkevich's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassins Artifact Edition sold for an average of 3.9987. Consistently a very high resale value on that book. 2 3 copies of Conor Rednail's Original Archives, 221.67 is the average. 1 copy of Dave Cockrum's X-Men for 119.99, 1 copy of Dave Gibbon's Watchmen Artifact Edition, $200. Wow. 1 copy of David Mazzucchelli's Daredevil Born Again Two ninety nine ninety nine, one copy of Phantographic Studio Edition Black Hole by Charles Burns two seventy four. You know that was that just this book languished, nobody buying it. You know, sitting there always, and then bang, out of print, and now look at those look at that price. Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine Artist Edition, one copy one fifteen. One copy of Frank Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition four twenty five. I wonder if that was before or after. No, that was before the announcement. That there'd be a a new printing of that as an artist's edition. I'm hoping, but not not counting on it, that uh, Scott Dunbeer can sneak some new art into. It's been several. I mean, 2015. It's been eight years since this book was released. Surely there's enough additional Frank Miller Daredevil art that you know another 10 or 15 or 20 pages could be added to this book, and then that would make it a you know. A lot of people who own the first print may want to consider getting this new printing just for the additional pages. So let's hope IDW and Scott Dumber can make that happen. I'll email them and ask him if that's happening. All right, one copy of Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man for ninety-nine ninety nine. One copy of Jack Davis's EC Stories for two hundred twenty five. One copy of Jack Kirby The Forever People for eighty nine ninety nine. Three copies of Jack Kirby's Marvel Heroes and Monsters for one hundred ninety nine and ninety nine average. One copy of Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor for one hundred ninety nine. One copy of Jim Lee, DC Legends, for $199.99. Eight copies of Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic Artifact Edition, averaging one hundred six 2 copies of Joe Kubert's Tarzan of the Apes, averaging $84.99. One copy of John Byrne's Fantastic Four, for $369.64. Wow, that is... That's a high... Wow. Five copies of John Byrne's Marvel Classics, averaging 159 cents. One copy of John Byrne's X-Men for $649.95. Two copies, John Romita's Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, volume two, $154.87 average. Three copies of Mad Artist Edition, averaging 185 67 Isn't that interesting, I had two copies on the website for sale forever, and I sold them at 150 because I couldn't move them at any other price. All right, one copy of Marvel Covers Artist Edition for $59.99, that's just, wow, that is low. Interesting, bargain there. One copy of the second print for $125. Two copies of Mike Mcnoll's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories. First print, 4 average. That just, that's, eesh, what happened there? Three copies of Mike Mcnoll's The Amazing Screw Head and Other Curious Objects, averaging one twenty nine Two copies of P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams, averaging one twenty Two copies of Ross Andrews' Amazing Spider-Man, one thirty two forty nine average. One copy of Sam Keith's The Max, three twenty five. dollars This, another book, just sat there Forever. And now they've been they're really commanding the prices. So I mean the interesting thing with Sam Keith the Max is that every copy was signed by Sam Keith, so makes it extra special. One copy of Sergio Aragonas through the Wanderer, 206.95. One copy of Spawn Vault Edition for 400. Two copies of Spawn Vault Edition 2 averaging 375. Two copies of Star Wars Artifact Edition, averaging 137.50. One copy of Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition, $45. Two copies of Stranko, Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, averaging one ninety three sixty one for the first print. Two copies of the second print, averaging dollars I I never quite understand it. I guess they somebody likes that second print cover better. One copy of Yusagi Jimbo, Samurai, and other stories, two sixty. One copy of Wallywood's EC Stories Artist Edition, second print, two ninety five. Two copies of Walter Simonson Star Wars Artist Edition, one thirty nine average, and that wraps up for that let's look at some record prices we i think i didn't i think i did something wrong here because my record prices don't seem right there was a new record in december mike Mcnolis subway helen of the stories artist edition a copy sold for 6.99.99 that's the record for the month i have highlighted some other records that are wrong i don't know why they're highlighted so i have to look at that all right let's uh let's talk where I promote uh, the website and how you can assist the website. Then that's three ways to do that. First is become a Patreon patron. You can a dollar, a pound, a Euro, whatever your local currency is. That if Patreon supports it, you can support the website for that amount or whatever amount you'd like to do. Greatly appreciate it. Clicking the links, the affiliate links on the site. Most of my links are affiliate links. I get a small percentage of when you buy a book. That's fabulous. You're already buying the book. This helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody gets helped out. Third way to support me. And the site is through the store link. I have moved recently. I'm, uh, I'm an extra hour and a half further away from the border than I used to be. The U.S.-Canada border. So I haven't found a place yet that will ship, uh, that drives to the U.S. and ships from the U.S. I'm still working on that. It's still, if I can find anybody that does that. It's significantly cheaper than using Canada Post or any of the, any, courier service from Canada to the U.S. So I'm still working on that. I did want to mention to listeners of the podcast, I have got, I have just purchased three books from Facebook Marketplace, uh, Canadian, that I'll be listing on my store. And they are David Kelly's Daredevil, Morning and Artist Edition, Wally Wood's EC Stories, Second Print, Will Eisner's The Spirit Volume 1. Going to be listing those fair market value on the store sometime in the next month, so watch February. They'll be up there. So if those are books you're interested in, watch that. I have books currently on the site. I've got Eric Powell's The Goon Artist Edition. I got multiple copies of that at 100 US. Now I know. Uh, I, I would like to mention, not that it matters, but I did not buy any books on uh, IDW's sale and then try and resell them here. Uh, just shipping from California to Canada by IDW is prohibitively expensive uh, for multiple books like that. So I did not do that. All right, that's and what do I use the money for if you're interested, uh, buying books and then reviewing them here. That's all I use the money for. Uh, as I said before, and I'll say it again, uh, European Band A books uh, of you know European art. there's the AE format that is alive and well in Europe. And these books are fabulous and I really do enjoy them greatly. So I do buy books from Europe. I have a couple lined up again. They're just sitting here waiting to be reviewed. Um, my move is complete. Uh, the family was here early. I think I mentioned it before. I'm now here. Uh, my life is sort of getting back to normal. So I'm hoping to get, you know, back to, i be keeping the two reviews a month and then the other things that happen. So I'm hoping that's all going to go as smoothly as possible. All right. Two reviews this month, and they were Grains of Sand, 25 Years of the Sandman, a catalog from the Comic Art Museum, and then Judge Dread" by Mick McMahon Apex Edition from 2080. So let's get into Grains of Sand, 25 Years of the Sandman first. I'm going to give a little bit of a plug to the forum and forum member, Brian Wells, because it was he who spotted this copy for sale somewhere. I don't know where he saw it. it was on a, It was on a sale table somewhere. And he picked it up for me and he emailed it to me. And I'm very grateful for that. I really appreciate it. Because we would previously reviewed the Raw Fury uh, Mike Zeck catalog from the Cartoon Art Museum in San Francisco. And this one is, uh, this is 144 pages. And it's a lot of art. A lot of uh, crossover from the Sandman Gallery edition. A lot of uh, A lot of pages the same. But then interestingly... A lot of pages didn't make it into the gallery edition, and a lot of pages the gallery edition has that are not in this book. So if you're a fan of, you know, the Sandman, and you like that art from that series, which is by a great number of artists, I varied a varied great many number of artists I meant I mean, some of the artists are great. Yes, that's true as well. But if you like the Sandman, then I can encourage you to pick this up. It's quite inexpensive from the Cartoon Art Museum. There are shipping, I find, is... Uh, but it's $40 for 144 pages, 9 by 12 Let me give you the blurb, actually. I have got ahead of myself there. The Cartoon Art Museum presents a stunning 144-page, full-color, soft-cover catalog, showcasing over 100 pieces from CAM's historic exhibition, Grains of Sand. Highlights include more than 20 pages from the groundbreaking first-issue Sandman, 8 pages from The Sound of Her Wings, featuring the first appearance of death from Sandman number 8, full-color paintings by Yoshitaka Amano, Baron Story, J.H. Williams III, and series cover artist Dave McKean. Beautiful, unretouched pencil artwork by famed illustrator Michael Zulli. And highlights from Neil Gaiman's personal collection of salmon artwork. Grains of Sand also features new text pieces by Sandman co-creators Neil Gaiman, Sam Keith, and Mike Dringenberg. Dringenberg? Dringenberg? Well, oh, I hope I got it. As well as Sandman overture artist J.H. Williams III. So that was released in January 2014. Again, it's 9 by 12 inches, 144 pages. It's a perfect bound soft cover, $40 US. You can get it from the Cartoon Art Museum or you can try and get it on eBay. All right. Did the photos here. I had a problem uh, the new house. Having some problems with my photography. Uh, my front window, I, I did find actually for the next, for the Mick McMahon book, I found the front window. I have a, we have a nice big front window. Uh, I, got a, you know, I got my uh, sturdy cardboard uh, paper. And uh, I was able to set up with my my uh, overhead shot. Uh, I use a mic stand on an, on a boom arm, and that uh, that setup worked great. But I did not have that for this book, so I found the pictures a bit dark. I did I shot them in my library, and then I tried to use the uh, white, whiten uh, tool in GIMP, but it didn't quite as work as successfully as I would have liked. All right. Anyways, I think. This is a great book. And what I love about the, what they've done, I love that they've put the art in there. And then because it's a catalog, right, every page is numbered. Every page is notated what issue the is from, who's the artist, who's the penciler, who's the anchor, what is the medium, what is the size of the original art, and then they give you the original art. This is the beauty thing of a catalog, right? And then, of course, what I love about a catalog as well is it can feature multiple publishers, you know, and they sort of seem to get around any sort of copyright issue, which is, I always encourage, I mean, please heritage, whoever's there, somebody listening, Mike Hign- Hignite, please print a catalog of, you know, your, your signature original art auction, please print a full size original art catalog and sell them for hundred dollars. I mean, I'd be all over that, like a dirty shirt. I don't know why anybody would be all over a dirty shirt, but maybe that's the expression. Anyway, yeah great stuff this is and the nice thing about this is we go through every page and uh, we get to the back and it, it lists off all the pages and it lists off who provided the pages and it's interesting to see that somebody provided a whole lot of pages one collector and then it's interesting to see what comes from the Neil gaming collection so great uh, a really interesting book again soft cover they're keeping the price down 9 by 12 so it's the same size as a uh, artifact edition I'm sorry an artisan edition and it's a really nice addition to your collection. They have a uh, Gene Colan um, book too. That's smaller, but um, like I said, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit hesitant to pay the shipping to Canada. So I may, I don't know if that will ever happen. But anyway, that's Grains of Sand, 25 Years of the Sandman Catalog. Great stuff. All right. Next. Judge Dredd by Mick McMahon, Apex Edition. Let me give you the blurb first. Let's do this in the right order. The iconic Judge Dredd work of a master artist, from his earliest stories to his groundbreaking work on serials such as *The Cursed Earth* and *The Judge Child*, this Apex edition of Mike McMahon mick have I been saying Mike the whole time? Of Mick McMahon's Judge Dredd work shows how his style constantly evolved and helped him make him one of the greatest Dredd artists of all time. Featuring high-resolution scans of original artwork, this is a deluxe oversized facsimile edition that reproduces McMahon's original art pages at their actual size. Complete stories such as Frankenstein 2, The Wreath Murders, and Dream Palace are published alongside pages from The Cursed Earth, The Day the Law Died, The Judge Child, The Fink, and Block Mania. This book ends with a section devoted to his color-dread work from the early 80s, including the complete pin-boing wizard and several double-page spreads from the legendary The Vampire Effect. This was released in North America through Diamond January 4th, 2023. It is 481 millimeters by 371 millimeters, which is 14.75 inches by 19 inches. It is 120 pages, hardcover, $105.99 USD. That is the cover price. I say and emphasized January 4th, 2023 in North America through Diamond because that's what I gauge and use as my publishing date. And that's what I will use for the 2023 Dunbeer Awards. This will be the first book of 2023. So this will be one of the first books to take into consideration. All right. Um, this is a massive list of people who donated art to this book. I really feel like it's, it's just I've never seen a list this big, actually. So that's awesome. And then there's a great introduction by David Roach, who assembled the book, like gathered the art. And then we have, we have our designer, uh, Sam Gretton, and we have edited by Oliver Pickles. Uh, great t- table of contents in this book. And then every page is numbered, which is a rarity for an AE format book, but again, wonderful. And then every page lists the 2080 prog that the page came from. That's it's cause of 2080 is an anthology and they, they call them progs. And then you've got the page and the, the story number. So it's, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, this level of detail and you know what else is amazing is uh, oh my goodness i mick mcmahon's art in the early days and oh she's rough it's very different than you know the mick mcmahon art i was aware of was epic Ill and uh, the last american that series and we sort of see that style from him later and that was uh, that's the mick mcmahon art style i know and that's actually the art style i like from him but it's very nice and we do see some of that later in the book and then we see his, his style evolve even more, and it's it's fabulous actually his style now, really great. Would love to uh, see if we can get something more complete from Mick McMahon in this format. I mean, David Roach has posted on Facebook that we'll see another Apex edition of Mick McMahon art, but everything 2000 AD not Judge Dread. So that I saw a Slain the Horn God page. It looks really great. So just wonderful stuff this book though I mean I thought you know it, it's the uh, it's well done Artwork is really great scans we do it's interesting they actually the the blur lists these full stories and I look at the table of contents and its stories are between five and seven pages I mean it's a it's a it's a chapter right because it's an anthology you're getting it each week you're getting a chapter of the story but uh, I was able to find the one story here that they say the, the cursed earth way I found that I, sorry, I found Frankenstein too, but like the wreath murders, there's no story labeled in this, in the table of contents, the wreath murders. So I don't know where that came from. And then they list what's the next one dream palace. And again, I look at the table of contents and I'm like, I don't see any story named dream palace. So I don't know what I, what happened there. I see a lot of the Judge Child episodes and uh, the Fink and Blockmania, and, you know, it's, I don't, Cursed Earth, yeah, I don't see these full stories that they mentioned, so not quite sure what happened there. But there are great full stories here, so that's all that matters. All right, what else? Um, I think, uh, actually, you know what? I think that's, that's, that's for this month. Please, as ever, always, everything that I wrote about, I'm sorry, everything that I discussed on the podcast this month is written pretty much on the website, aeindex.org. Go, please look at the review. There's, uh, I think there's 19 photos from uh, The Judge Read by Mick McMahon and a full video flip through. And then the... Uh, right the grains of 20 grains of sand i do not have a flip through for that because i find perfect bound books like that soft covers they're really hard to do flip throughs they're glossy it's hard for me to hold the pages open i just can't get it done so a nice full-size book something sewn binding i can do a flip through it works well for the camera i can't do it otherwise all right that's it thanks for joining me again we'll talk each other again next month let her go let her go god bless her Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over, she'll never find a sweet man like me.